0: Hi, Keith. Oh, What's up, Keith? Yeah. Good to meet you, dude. How are you? Come on in. If I can help you take off your shoes. We're semi-live, by the way. Show oh. your face, Frankie. We're not actually live. This will make it
1: yeah. in. What's up, dude? You're a
0: big coffee guy, though. Huge. I'm huge on coffee, dude. I
1: love. Yeah, it. a big black coffee guy. Me too, oh, yeah. man. What's up, Frankie? Yo, Good yo, to James. see you.
0: Good to meet you, man. Thanks for coming on the pod. My knuckles are wet. Sorry. So, what's up, dude? I, I literally thought you
1: went Spanish there. <laughs> I thought you said like no conoces de wet. But You said my knuckles are wet. Yeah, I do. I do speak really fast. That's one of my biggest problems in the world right now. Which I guess it's, I'm lucky. Well,
0: you think so? Is it like your your mom? mind is also moving very fast and it just comes out of your
1: mouth fast. Like both things are fast. Yeah, I think. That, or I think you that's think your voice is. goes faster than your mind. I think what happens is when I was small, I was always scared that I wouldn't get a word in. So I was just like speak quickly. Yeah. And then th- that's my theory right now, but I had a great childhood. So I don't know. Where'd you grow up? Paris, California.
0: P-E-R-R-I-S Yeah I just reviewed your TikTok for a moment Because I wanted to just get into a bunch of questions about your life, dude Hell yeah, dude. Uh, You have it. a super interesting life You are the living version of being in a van down by the river, correct? <laughs> yeah I love that, dude Much thinner version, yeah, too Yeah, absolutely So, uh, and you're also a big workout guy Black oh. coffee, working out yeah, get comfortable in there, man. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to get back into working out.
0: Yeah, I see that.
1: Oh, I almost destroyed your. You're good. There.
0: Yeah, don't touch it too much because then it'll be like. But besides, oh, right. let's yeah. just get comfy. If you want to, you want to. This is nice. back a little bit? Yeah. You're good. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I know you got a podcast situation too, right?
1: Keep on trucking, podcasts. Yes, dude.
0: Yeah, dude. that's great, man. Okay, so let's uh, let's do it. Let's get through it, man. So you were born in Paris,
1: California. Where yeah. the
0: shit is that? If you don't mind me
1: asking. It is Southern California, two hours south of LA, two hours north of San Diego. Right in the middle. I was gonna ask, but is it LA like two hours from San
0: Diego? Uh yeah, if you take maybe your, if you go straight. If you I take
1: think. you go right through the coast. Okay,
0: are you a little yeah. inland? I'm inland. Okay, I'm going to LA next wednesday so i'm fired up about it and there's a show in i think it's redondo beach so i'm gonna have to figure out if it makes sense for me to go yeah i'm gonna have to go from north hollywood i have a spot on thursday night and then if i could get down to redondo beach but i see like (laughs) even dude even during like the rush hour times it's yeah it seems like an hour 15 so i don't know if it's gonna be possible
1: that's what i love about new york better than uh I love California. I I love everything about there, but I mean, getting around is so much easier in New York. Dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Because I came right here from from Brooklyn. If I had, a, that was like, uh, maybe like four and a half miles. If I had to do that in California, I would have left like three hours ago.
0: Well, how did you get here? Four and a half miles. You took the train, right? Yeah, I took the train. Okay, okay. Hours, and like then, like I, and then I walked and up.
1: Yeah, I walked up from the island. Yeah, There's it's few- crazy. It's a and like,
0: and also in California, there would be no way for you to do 500 spots in a year, correct? No way, dude. Yeah. No, and that's what you're. Uh, that's what you're on, man. So what does a what does a day look like for Frankie? You wake up. Uh, your van currently is parked in Greens, Bro- right? Well, Brooklyn. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. you moved.
1: Yeah, I, I moved it because okay. someone tried breaking into it into it twice. So it's 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 weird, dude. Uh, my it's funny. My first year here, it was very. Very fine. Nothing bad happened. When did you move here? I got here last year, November. So November 21, November 24 2021. Okay. So
0: it's been like 18 months since you've been yeah, here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I, I get here, dude, and it's nothing goes wrong at all with the van. I'm like, I leave it there for an entire year. Don't even move it, dude. And where did you buy the van? I bought it in LA and like in the hills in the, booth. no wait, Did yeah. you drive in here? Palmdale. Yeah. Let's go. go right
0: Palmdale. Here. For those of you who know Afro man, come yeah. back to me. Yeah. I need you. And I love you, baby. That was like also a niche Afro man song, by the way. Cause everybody knows because I got,
1: yeah, because remember. I got, huh? and then the one where he jokes in the beginning. Yeah. What's you that know? one? He goes. He has that joke. He goes. I was walking. He's like a blind man, right? It was a blind oh, man. man.
0: Yeah, walking out the street with a stick,
1: right? Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he walked past his bl- fish market. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He goes, "Good fist morning, fish market." Yeah. Good morning, ladies. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's only two songs I know too.
0: Yeah, walking down the street. Is that not <laughs> no? No, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It had like the same walking down the street yeah. kind of like. Bah, oh yeah. Bah, bah.
1: Cruising down the street. My <laughs> six five is yeah. easy. Yeah.
0: But that's... Yeah. Like, I think I learned that just from the... Um, I saw the making of... What was that movie? Freaking... Uh, and the NWA one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Straight the Compton. Compton.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. If that's all right. Remember that b from. Really. Yeah, dude. Okay, so growing
1: yeah. up uh, in there's California. Yeah, yeah,
0: And then you drove your van here a year and a half ago.
1: In the dead of winter? Yeah, dude. It's... um, Everybody goes, what's wrong with you? You know? But the year before that... No, the year before that was COVID. The year before COVID, I was... Working, I was, I was a truck driver for six years. And then I just, I was like, I, I can't do this for my life. So I, I literally wrote it down on a piece of paper. November 2021, become a, well, 2020, become a full-time stand-up comedian. How old were you when you started driving trucks? Uh, 18. Oh my gosh. 18 or 19. Bro, I yeah. was on the, I was on the LIE
0: the other day, Long Island Expressway, like getting yeah. out to Long Island. And I was actually thinking to myself, I was like, how easy is it or how hard is it to drive one of those 18 wheelers? It's, um. I mean you have to take some
1: training first right yeah yeah the, the school is surprisingly pretty cheap it's like two thousand dollars you get that back in like your first two weeks of working okay but how long were some of your trips um well dude i started working for swift and uh for anybody listening that knows about truck driving they rip you off they, they take advantage because <laughs> nobody nobody hires you they hire anybody but at the cost of uh paying you cents they would pay you almost nothing so whenever what
0: well, yeah what go ahead go ahead so
1: i would drive i drive across the country with a guy. I, I drove from California to Newark, actually, Newark, New Jersey. And I'm back, and I think I made like 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> How long did that take? You tried. That, that took a week, because it's both of us, and we were taking 18-hour turns. So but I mean, and then 18 we 18 hour turns. Yeah. Dude. And then but, and you, and then you, it's a mandatory. You got to take a 10 hour break. Yeah. Mandatory. He was going to ask about that. Cause they have those truck yeah. stops
0: on some sides of the,
1: sides yeah, of the dude. road. But it's when
0: you're with, you're with somebody and you're driving, you personally are driving for 18 hours straight. Yeah. You're, or you're well, on it's, call.
1: It's like four, it's like 14 hours, but okay. like, but like they say 18, dude, I don't know. I think it's 14. I think I'm fucking lying over here. I think it's 14 <laughs> hours, but like, but they count like getting unloaded, you know, like stopping at a place, getting unloaded, getting yeah. unloaded and all that shit. So
0: I'd say that you becoming a truck driver allowed you to be comfortable in a different type of environment, sleeping while Exactly,
1: Okay. exactly. So it wasn't a big jump for me, living oh, yeah. in a truck to living in a van. Bro, it's but involved. who thought you
0: were crazy in going and driving from Paris, California to New York to pursue your dreams? Because if you talk to people who are pursuing your dreams, man, yeah. sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, right?
1: Yeah, dude, exactly. It, there you go. Um, dude, somebody told me I was gonna die.
0: <laughs> what driving the van yeah, from, from yeah they, were, they, were, they, were,
1: they were like you wouldn't you shouldn't do that <laughs> like, <"Yeah."
0: laughs> well how i know you spent some money though like outfitting it what kind of stuff did you do and did you do it before you left for new york
1: yeah yeah i will do like i like i said I, the plan was to leave 2020 but it wasn't to new york the plan was to like just live in a van in la and do stand up there but with the pandemic here so rewind a little bit i, I buy the van cost me like four thousand dollars it cost me 1500 to build it. I, I very like half-assed it. Like, what it, was your thought process though, in buying that van? The thought process was- Did I Like live in Venice? Nah. Or on the beach? The, the thought LA? process was no, uh, no rent. No rent, right, right, right. Cause I was going from the road, truck driving, I, yeah. I get off the road, I go straight to an open mic, and then I sleep in my house for like five hours maybe, and then I go yeah. back to work. Sometimes I'll sleep in my car in front of where I worked. So my thought, pro- I quit my job, my truck driving job with Swift, and then I got one with the truck driving agency, which is very much like acting or comedy agency where they just find you work. So that was perfect, dude, because they were just buy, find me like truck driving jobs randomly. I would take it, make like two thousand dollars then, and then just like live off of that and just do stand up full time. But how would you get there? So, when Yeah. Would it be like based out of the city that you're at? Yeah. They, they would tell me the truck is right here. And then right. I'd go. I'd go to the truck. I'd whatever do the pre-trip, and then I'd I work that job. Well, how did you get to the truck usually? With the van.
0: Okay, so you drove the van to the truck, and you'd park the van where the truck was. Right. You take the truck from
1: there to, to wherever. Yeah, there to wherever. I'd come and back. back, drop it off. Okay, so you were in the van. so
0: you were used to living in living in your van at the time before you moved to New
1: York. For about uh, November, like, uh, like what? Well, five months maybe because the pandemic came immediately and i I have a joke about that too let's hear it well no the the joke is like like i I bought the van to just like pursue my dreams in the pandemic and i was like well i'm just homeless now yeah
0: (laughs) 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 kind of yeah
1: (laughs) yeah exactly and then so i was like well and then and then my van got t was part of the joke but my van did get t-boned like it got t-boned immediately like pandemic van gets crashed and then like i'm like this well this sucks like this is the worst thing that could possibly happen so I moved back to Paris, everything shut down. So I just live with my homie, uh, Vanessa V. Raspi. I lived with her for the whole pandemic. And I'm like, "Well, this sucks. I've become a raging, al- not a raging alcoholic, but I'm like drinking a lot. Not yeah, really doing much. You've been sober for what, like seven months now? Eight months, I drink on my birthday. But, so now like, like three days now. <laughs>
0: Bro, isn't that, but like, how did you feel when you drank on your birthday? Uh,
1: like if the it, day after? It, it felt be. like a waste of time. Dude,
0: isn't that crazy how the day you were born, you're celebrating, you poison yourself?
1: yeah United yeah, my mom my, like, my mom
0: it's it's yeah. very interesting to think about that how I, acceptable it is in america
1: did i drink to like maybe like rem- reminisce with my homies because i was i flew back home to california to be with my friends and okay. then I, I was like oh you know i'm gonna drink with my homies and then i drink and i was like this just feels like a waste of time honestly i just feel a little dizzy i was like that sucks and then yeah i think i'm done with drinking maybe i don't love know. that man do you smoke yeah. weed i i try i get scared <laughs> you get anxious yeah especially now i tried smoking weed in the van uh like a month, like a month ago. Yeah. And, uh, my, fo- just, I have a couple followers on TikTok. So I'm just like, people fucking know me. Like that would just freak me out. I was like, I, people know me and I live in a house. Like dude, anybody could just come and break in. And then I, couldn't sleep that i was just scared <laughs> Have you
0: had anybody like
1: spot your van like knock on your window when you're in there be like frankie <laughs> no some some guy spray painted it though and then i went i, I caught him right handed. and i was like what are you doing and he was like oh i know you from tiktok i was like i was like what Shut the fuck up. yeah dude it's an asshole i was I, and there was like a whole thing we like i called it he wasn't running but like i got his id <laughs> Do so you have a lot of people
0: who are parked next to you Now in Brooklyn And how long have you been in Brooklyn Since you moved the car from Queens
1: uh, I've been in Brooklyn now for uh, Six months now I guess And what is six it What
0: does a daily spending day look like for you Since you're not I guess paying rent for
1: Parking the car correct No Uh, Well Insurance is like 190 bucks a month For the van Okay Like full coverage though So it's good And uh, gas I I, I only move the van to like to like shows outside of the city or to do burritos and then that's that's it other than that i would just like move it from side to side so I, would, I don't get a ticket
0: and i saw uh pretty recently where you were trying to survive on 30 dollars so on in food. Four, in four days
1: <clears throat> yeah dude because sometimes i'm such a asshole with money dude. like i get like right now i have like, i have like a birthday money so that's why i bought coffee yeah. <laughs> so i just immediately go broke because i'm like finally i have money i'm just buying i just eat out all the time and i buy coffee and I'm the worst, but like I'm, I'm being better about it now. I, I'm starting to put 10% aside. But well, like,
0: being in New York, man, uh, food is like the most expensive probably in the world. You know, I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a vegan and sometimes for lunch, no joke. I will literally just take a can of beans, a can of chickpeas, put it in right. a bowl. And if I have hot sauce, I'll use it. But like, food, dude, you, you know look healthy.
1: Mean? Like I'm glad you're a vegan. Yes, like, bro. You're looking, you, like you're glowing. That, bro, you're- <laughs> mommy,
0: I appreciate that, dude. No, I mean, I'm out freaking working out running, intermittent fast, right, I really right. don't focus so much on food. And I find that like, if I don't eat for a certain amount of hours, like before a show, before a podcast, like I Here. feel better, bro. And I cut huh. off smoking weed like three hours before the pod. Okay. All I do, I'd say, I'd say like the main three things I do to stay fit is the black coffee, smoking weed and intermittent fasting. And then after that, you can say working out for sure. Working out for me, man, is like 70% mental. The, the veganism is probably number one because I never will overeat to the point where I feel like, Oh, you gotta roll me home. Like I'll feel full and good. And like my stomach will be full, but like, I'm still in a good mood, man. Like we can go out, talk, whatever. I'm good. How long you been vegan? So I had pretty invasive jaw surgery. Uh, actually, in like a couple of weeks, it will have been invasive? four years. Yeah, like they
1: didn't know that you were d-
0: <laughs> <laughs> no like base Like they went in there okay. and fucking crack my shit. I thought like they and broke like into I, your house. And yeah, they-, they broke into my. Well, they like, do. They broke into my mouth. <laughs> but the doctor was saying that your jaw is just going to continuously go further and further out of place. And I had braces. I had like the whole nine oh, with the retainers. Yeah. yeah, but went to the orthodontist like four years ago, four and a half years ago, and he was like, "We need to fix your teeth. We're going to put on Invisalign, and that'll do probably." of the job, but Mm. if you really want to fix your jaw and you're able to eat fully and just like not have pain, which I never really had pain. We got to do this invasive surgery. I was like, eh, whatever, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, um, I'm under coverage. I can get it done. Uh, so it was, I had it done and it was like three to six months of the most painful experience of my whole life, like dude, and I started the podcast two weeks after the jaw surgery, so it would oh, be like four, like four years, Kanye I mean, West. like a few, weeks. yeah, dude. So people say it was before he was being a dick to the Jews, <laughs> though, and I'm, and I'm a Jew, so
1: uh, <laughs> we I love we don't I like know Jews. That. I gotta say, yeah, I, I didn't, I never met any in uh, California. Yeah, there are a lot here. M- some of my favorite people right here are, are Jewish fellas. Ex- I, But I, I gotta like say, that. I gotta say though, the um, the, the ones with the, the Hasid, the Hasids, yeah. They, Pissed me off. Did I get intense? Say, they're intense. They, but like everyone else that I meet and I like them, after I find out that they're Jews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: We're solid people. So, anyway, yeah. uh, I had jaw surgery. Couldn't really eat anything chewy or meaty for like three to six months and I just transitioned to fruit and the vegan lifestyle was kind of becoming a thing. What the hell It came out game changer. So it wasn't like yeah. any, it wasn't a, anything like remarkably like you can point to it, yeah. but I just started with the vegan lifestyle. I was fasting. I was taking pain pills, but like I hated it. It made my stomach sick. So I was like right. fasting, eating fruit. And then I kind of have an, an epiphany. I was working on my dad's real estate company for about okay. six and a half years and I was just very complacent. And I knew that one day I would make the jump to taking over the company. You know, it was a legacy yeah, business. Same so, it was, so it was like by year 15, you know, I'd probably take over the company. So I'm in right. year six and a half and I'm not happy. I have a girlfriend who's great, super good looking. We're just not connecting. Huh. And I just made this dramatic change. I had jaw surgery where I was in the hospital for three nights and things just changed for me. So it was like mentally, uh just focusing on what I wanted to focus on. I was like, all right, let's start a podcast. Okay, let's do stand-up comedy more. Oh shit, the pandemic happened, but I'm still doing the podcast. I'm still nice, yeah. trying to pursue Ted Jones' world and I see that I really don't like what I'm doing currently, which was working in real estate.
1: Dude, I was on the same route. My dad has uh he was a truck driver. He has two trucks. Oh shit, so, dude. So So that's why you got into it? Yeah, I worked with him for a little bit and then when he tried to sign me up for the insurance, I like it's $30,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. Somebody that was like, hey, just yeah. kidding. But they made him sign a piece of paper that said I wasn't going to be working for him. So I, that's why I started working with Swift. And then when, once I got, I think I got like four years of experience, the insurance went down. So he's like, all right, come work for me. But then I, I would work for him like on and off because I was doing the, the agency. So I would like, whenever I would like visit home and I needed extra cash, I work, I would work for my dad. And I could see he was like, you know, like slowly, like, like making, making me do the invoices and all that. Because I've, I've, I've known a lot about his business for a while. And I was like, I got to say something, dude. Because I can't let, it's like unfair to him if I let him put all these chips in me. And then I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. So I let him know a year before I moved to New York. I was like, listen, like, I'm not going to be a truck driver my entire life. But
0: you were also kind of, do, you were doing stand-up on the side though, which, yeah, which he knew
1: about. Yeah, he knew about. But I was only doing stand-up like as much as you can in a small town. I was getting up like three times a week maybe. So I was like, yeah, it's
0: it's crazy how like that in your small town is probably a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, I I would would have to drive to Riverside, but that's where my job was at too. Anyways. So I, I told him November 2020, whatever the year before I came out here, I was was like, I'm giving you a year notice that I'm not going to take over this company. You know, it's two trucks, but I'm not, I'm not going to do this. I'm like, I'm, and he was like, all right, that's fine guys. I think it's very risky, but you know, I support you. And I know him and my mom, like talked about it and stuff. Your parents are uh, together. Yeah. and um. You know, they, they there was a lot, like, it's funny, when he ever, like, talks to me about it, like, like now, like, that uh, he's very proud of me, I guess, even though, like, nothing's really happened, but, like, he, he sees that I'm dedicated and I'm, foc- I'm more focused yeah, than I've ever been in anything else in my yeah, life. Yeah, definitely. But at first, he was like, I don't know, man, he's like, you know, he was a little iffy about it, but I would overhear him telling my mom, he's like, well, I moved from Mexico to here for a better life, so, like, I guess it makes sense that he's moving from California to New York. To Where's your mom from? He, they're both from Michoacán, Mexico. So, Wait, what, where? Michoacán. You know, what's that? I was thinking Oaxaca. Oaxaca? It smelled like O-A-X-X-X-O. Yeah, Oaxaca. Right? No. Oaxaca. the <laughs> Oaxaca cheese is the best. It is but, good? Yeah, dude. Um,
0: bro, I don't know. We might have to cut that part out. Vegan cheese?
1: Oh, vegan cheese. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> joking. <laughs> joking. I, I gotta try it, dude. My, I, I like mock duck better than duck. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had
0: duck or mock duck. This shit is mock duck, though. Yeah. It I, just tastes like it, kind of.
1: Uh, beyond duck like a beyond burger well, <laughs> <laughs> well one time i ordered at a typewriter place and then i like, we only got mock duck and i was like i'll get that and it was delicious dude the best food ever interesting all right yeah.
0: i'd try some mock duck yeah but anyway was your dad doing like the 18 hour shift like when did you did you see no. your dad
1: a lot how did that yeah lot? no he he does a lot of uh, a local stuff
0: Okay, so he had two trucks, but he had another driver working yeah, he, for him. Yeah, and, and he, still he has it. and he saw the future where he was like, "Oh, Frankie could take over this business. That this was, would be great."
1: That was the future. So I was like thirteen because we grew up kind of like I don't want to say poor, but we grew up like really, very lower middle class. And I saw him go from like he worked at a, a Domino's at the it was a pizza delivery guy. Saved up and then he worked at a at a at a warehouse and then worked his way up to manager. And he starts. He's then he saved up for a truck for a semi truck, and then this was like around the time I was like maybe like thirteen, you know. You, and I saw we started we started getting like a better car, like better food. How and much stuff. how
0: much is a semi truck?
1: Uh it depends I mean, if you buy it like used, maybe like sixty thousand dollars. And well, then it depends n- on the mileage. Let's
0: say one of the trucks that you'll see making a trip from like Miami to New York, how much would that truck potentially be? An 18 wheeler that has the big thing yeah, attached that well, well,
1: to it. Well, yeah, you buy you buy the trailers like separate like the trailer itself was like thirty thousand dollars the trailer is the rectangle thing in the back yeah yeah <laughs> the trailer is like thirty thousand the truck itself is like sixty thousand
0: and it looks so funny without the trailer on the back dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> it just looks so awkward dude, but it's so funny what is that it feels,
1: thing it feels like a go-kart
0: oh shit man okay so anyway like going back to what i was saying initially is it pretty hard to drive one of the, those 18 wheelers or are you um, just like you're fucking just cruising man and your shoulders ever hurt because Dude, if I drive for more than two and a half hours, like, right. I just start, I mean, them, they really start right, hurting? Right, right. No, down. Right? dude, yeah. still, even if I'm down here. Huh. And I'm a fit guy, I get yeah. so pissed off at it. I'm oh like, I'm God. fucking <laughs> driving right now. My ankle starts hurting. I'm like, dude, are you kidding? I thought I was strong? <laughs> it's fucked up, dude.
1: Yeah, Um. no, it's very easy driving cross country because you're just going straight. Driving in the cities, like, driving in, in a, like, New York truck drivers, like, local guys from here, I have some respects, dude, because that shit looks hard. Dude,
0: yeah, and I'll see some of them backing in places and yeah. whatever. Dude, I've never seen one dude, of them I'm crash. such a
1: fan. Like, it's stuck with me. Like, I'll stay and I'll watch it, like, sometimes. You watch them? All <laughs> you like, watch like, them? And, yeah. Bro,
0: those uh, dr- drivers, parking attendants in the garage in the city, dude. Yeah. It's insane how great of drivers they are. Dude, I want to get Dude, they will get six cars, all different types of gas and yeah. brakes, and they're just backing it up, whatever, running to the next car, getting this one, yeah. taking a $2 tip, just... Dude I, dude,
1: I I thought about like doing valet and stuff. Cause I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm amazing at driving. Like, yeah, so like, especially the small car. I'm like, dude, I want to. But then they're all like night jobs and shit. But, oh, okay. but I maybe. would want to do it for.
0: Well, I, I think yeah, they probably have those shifts from like 12am to 8am available. Yeah. But then, I, I would think you wouldn't get so much traffic doing that unless you're like in Times Square. Then it's probably bumping. Oh yeah. But besides that, it's probably pretty quiet. I would think from 12 to 8, man.
1: Yeah. maybe <clears throat> Damn, bro. Growing
0: up in paris california was that a super small town and what did uh like what was your mindset like during COVID? i know you, you probably were dreaming of coming to new york but did you see yeah, it no, as uh, like a serious uh, situation
1: uh yeah dude i was uh yeah it was a very like i, I like i said so i came in november like i asked why i wrote it down on a piece of paper and i wrote november for some reason and i was like well november i have to move out to new york and but during COVID, dude, i was just an alcoholic for half of it I, I feel like everybody went through the same thing where like they just we're like oh summer vacation again finally yeah. and everybody just like starting got drunk at home and then afterwards they were like all right i gotta get my life back together well
0: i think it happened one of two ways people were like that or they kind of just flipped the switch like for me that's what made me get into comedy i was like yeah if the world is going to end and i spend it like waking up and i'm mad at a
1: co-worker this is stupid yeah dude, a, lot, a lot of that happened but I think that that is that is a silver lining that happened in COVID with a lot of people because a lot of people quit their jobs and start pursuing their passions. So I was wow. like, that's beautiful, dude. I don't know what it, th- it's gonna do to the economy, but <laughs> a lot of entertainers out there now. Yeah, you know. But I mean, it's beautiful. Be happy, you know. And uh, yeah, like, dude, I I just I just had to tell myself like, yeah, truck driving is not. Like, I don't see my. I love my dad, but I, I, I just his life is just seems boring to me. You know, like just waking up, working, coming back it's like a, lot, a lot of blue-collar guys, do like that's their life And I'm like, much respect, but it just seems very boring Well, I think I think it probably seems boring because you kind
0: of started there, right? Like you had the opportunity to jump right in it Like your dad came from Mexico, he started working at Domino's right. Then he owned his own trucking business Then his son might work for him, like oh, look yeah, at all yeah. these levels, bro Yeah, I, like, you know,
1: that's a good way to at it You know what I mean, it. like
0: you came right in, you were like Oh, I see my dad's doing truck driving, I guess I could do that like same thing with me, yeah. bro Like I grew up I was fucking A privileged white kid And yeah. I just like I I played tennis At a high level I played tennis At University of Connecticut oh, nice, So like yeah. that was A pretty high accomplishment For me But yeah. compared to the kids That I was playing with In juniors There were other kids Who were, like Going to University of Miami There were other kids Going to Indiana We have a Duke. lot of similarities Dude I
1: played soccer At a, oh, yeah? at a decent level Pretty, yeah. uh, pretty seriously uh, I tried to I, I played in Sweden For a little bit But here's the thing dude I'm not good at all This, this is the mentality That I'm bringing From, <laughs> from being an athlete to doing stand-up is that i was never the best player in any team i was in but i was a driven player and i would look for opportunities and that eventually got me to play at some fucking team in sweden so like it's like dude it's a lot it's like yeah you gotta be good at the thing but also like off stage or off the field look for opportunities and look around and like you know be on the lookout go to tryouts you know go to auditions go do this go to that i meet people you know, and there's a whole like other side to it besides just like the the fitness part or the the stage part.
0: Once you keep progressing, if it's in something that you really love to do, and th- opportunities come, like you're just gonna be happier and happier every day. I don't know right. if you follow Tony Robbins at all.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm familiar. I don't follow him as much. Well. I follow yeah. uh, oh, an old white dude he, Jim Rohn. He, dude, God. that's his boy. Like Tony yeah, yeah,
0: says, he learns anything from Jim Rohn. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, I, I follow Jim him Rohn. on the gram. I <laughs> love his uh, quotes and everything, but. Uh, progress equals happiness. Yep. That's that's probably number one. Right, where if you look to live a fulfilled life, you want to make progress towards something every yeah. day. You know, whether it's right. like, like I said, gym for me was seventy percent mental, like thirty percent. I'm like, oh shit, dude, I look fresh. Like, yeah. Let's go walk down the street shirtless. Let's film a sketch shirtless on the street. Whatever. Uh, but I think it's just like the progress, you know, like, and you living in a, in a van, people would see like, what the fuck is this kid doing? He has a steady job. He could have taken over his dad's trucking company. Right. But I really feel for what you're doing, man. And it's, it's honestly inspirational, dude. And it's really great that you've been able to craft a niche and make content based on your struggles. It's so (laughs) fucking unique, man. And like, people don't really understand that people yes your fans on tiktok love it because they're like oh this kid's funny he's got like a nice edge to him but like yeah. at the end of the day dude like you're the one that's sleeping in the van worried about <laughs> if somebody's gonna break in right right so uh, i i think that there's both sides to it you know people yeah. look at me and you say like oh you're fucking glowing like i better be fucking glowing dude. <laughs> I, I ran the 3.5 miles this morning i worked out for 40 minutes i haven't eaten i'm vegan okay yeah. great but like there's there's struggles behind the happiness of course
1: yeah the progress I, mean, I think that's part of the being happy. like that's the reward part like the struggle adds to the reward the feeling of the reward you know like did i uh like that whole van shit like i sorry this is gonna be bad radio but you did you draw that i did yeah <laughs> no, dude
0: that's insane wait. nobody's ever <laughs> fucking talked about that for the, when it, for that's the, insane for I'll the, pop it up right here I'll pop it up okay. right here They know what I'm talking about <laughs> Do you have any idea What that is or no Is it a goat? It's a fucking goat <laughs> Let's go <laughs> That's hilarious I'm popping up right here Dude nobody's ever <laughs> Talked about that That's been up for 18 months man And you see all this other stuff out there. people always Talk oh, yeah. about that stuff but. Oh shit <laughs> but yes that's a goat dude
1: is it, And when, that's not bad you, radio That's great radio When'd you draw that? Probably like a year and a half ago dude <laughs>
0: probably like a year and a half and then this fucking i like
1: this yeah right did you draw the world
0: no oh my god that's funny you mentioned that um so a kid who saw the sign previously and um thought it was hilarious he actually he made the cut the colors are a little bit different but he added the world and like send me a graphic and yeah. then like I'll put it up like you you guys see right down here. This is like this is the Ted Jones actual graphic that I made. You'll see it right here, Frankie. But he added a uh, he added the world, which is dope. Shout out Matthew, my man, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's dope.
1: Oh man. But anyways, yeah, dude. Like like I don't see the, like living in a van as a, like a big deal like the way other people see. It. And I think it's just I, I just been in that state of mind for like a, like two years now where I'm like, well, I mean, I'm just doing what I think is right for me to like what my steps are, and people watching from now tonight, like, this guy's insane. <laughs> well, how long do you think it t- t-
0: like, took you to get to that point where you're like cool with living in the van and pursuing what
1: you have to pursue? Um, uh, well, I guess, I guess six years, dude. Cause the six years I was truck driving. Cause I was, I was in the state of mind I'm in right now when I was going after it for soccer. Cause I, I went to some community college and I didn't make the team. Where'd you go? Uh, I went for like a semester. It was San Bernardino Valley. College. Oh shit, there was like a big shooting there, right? In San San Bernardino, Bernardino. Yeah, yeah, at the hospital, I think, like a, a couple of years ago. But I was a few, like, I think there was more than a couple, or maybe there was a few. Well, I mean, it was, like it was also the murders, the murders, like one of the top murder capitals. San Bernardino is a terrible place. <laughs> they call it San Bernardino Ghetto. Really? And yeah, but it's they, like
0: the GTA game, I think it's
1: like based there, right? Yeah, I think, uh, probably, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think something like that, maybe, I don't know, I don't know.
1: San yeah San Fernando no
0: what's it Well it's San Andreas I know was one but then maybe they had like the town over in that game San, Oh San, yeah
1: what well, Nadito Guad- Yeah probably because Everendino is also the the biggest county in uh, the United States But anyways uh, so I, I I go to to uh, to college like same as you I suck at school dude I'm I'm a bad uh, curriculum thinker for whatever they want to people want to teach me Anyway so I I don't know if that made any sense I'm having a <laughs> no we got it we got it <laughs> So I, I go there only to do, to play soccer. And uh, I, I don't make the team. And the guy is like, yeah, your first touch is off. And I'm like, um, what does that mean? Like with like, seventy like, passes you the you ball, like, you don't have like enough. Yeah. I, I, I guess it bounces off my okay. phone too much. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, is that it? He's like, yeah, but you know, there's a lot of favoritism. and shit what happening in the team? So I'm like, whatever, dude. I, I, uh, I go to the gym, to the tennis courts, the, the, the racquetball courts. Dude, I'm in there eight hours a day only working on my first touch. Like that's all I work on my first touch. I I work out and then I go there eight hours first touch.
0: What did you think was going to happen though? After your community soccer career?
1: I don't know, dude, I I was just lost. It was, it was that weird between like high school and then should I go I don't want to go to college. I don't want to get a job. You know, I'm like, I, yeah, I'll just try playing soccer here.
0: And what'd you go to Ferris high school?
1: Paris. Yeah. Paris Paris high school. (laughs) Uh, so I'm just working at my friend and then I'm like, well, I don't want to go to school. So I start looking for tryouts and then I, f- I find the tryout where there's like, there's like an Irish coach, a Swedish coach, a Turkish coach. And then I think an English coach. How'd you find it? Like Craigslist? No, uh, online. Like, you know, just, everything is online. Now. It's so easy to find opportunities now. Uh, it just takes like, it's, it's easy. I've heard this quote. It's easy to do it, but it's easier not to do it. <laughs> yeah. wow that's an insane <laughs> quote definitely true yeah i mean that's like but, unemployment too yeah dude like I mean, <laughs> it's easy to
0: do but fucking easier not to yeah i mean that's like, also harder not to
1: literally better. just type soccer tryouts near me yeah. and then i drove to san diego and it was it was a uh like a three course thing where like people and then one of them i shit the bed completely Like my my dad and my friend want to go watch me and that's the day i like was terrible <laughs> that day they're like Ugh, like i don't know then they didn't come back so the last day they they tell me you know I'll oh, expect an email from us. I'm like hell yeah dude, and oh side note it was because of my friend the guy was like I really love your first touch, so whatever <laughs> <I>, what, what, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, what I was working on for like eight hours a day for probably two months. It was like I really I was like oh thanks him. I'm driving back, dude. I fall asleep at the wheel. I fuck. I crash into like the media. Wait, what thing. car were you driving? I, I was I was driving a. A two a nineteen ninety five Nissan. Oh, so
0: this is just like a, a car you had before the van. Yeah, 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 driving.
1: yeah. This was like this was like between like that awkward phase between high school and college. You know, okay, whatever. okay, okay. I fall asleep by the way, I crashed into like the median like thing. Like Kanye. Yeah, dude. Like Kanye. Right. A lot of similarities. <laughs> I crashed and then uh, like nothing serious, dude. But I did cross five lanes. So oh! I, so like five lane highway. Yeah, dude. Because it, it, it was right before it split. You know, so it would split into like another freeway and another freeway. So it was like splits. I crossed five, dude. Like I didn't hit anybody. Miraculously, I I, I hit the barrier and I'm like, well, Jesus Christ, dude, like this is terrible. I, I called my dad and he like, he's like, does the car still drive? And I was like, yeah. Oh, and I turned around. I was like, yeah, it does. He's like, I right, just drive it home. So I'm like driving home like this with the steering wheel, like just sideways, dude. My dad's concern was like you got to get out of there immediately because if the cops get there they're going to charge you for like the barrier that you like hit so he's like just get out of there i'm like all right so that i drive home i think i'm fine dude you know i'm he's like are you hurt whatever i was like no nah, i'm good and how old were you at this time 19. i was i was yeah i was 19. uh i get the email like oh you know they, they got turkish they got a, a turkish team and then a swedish team i mean um and then there was just like some like terrorism happening in turkey around that time I was like, my dad was like, you should go to Sweden. So I I go to Orebro, Sweden, and I'm there for about like a week and a half. And my back starts to hurt, dude. And how
0: long you were there for a week and a half? But how long after the crash did you go there? This was like a month after.
1: And like I I felt fine, right? I'm like I'm I'm there for a week and a half. It's like very cold, dude. It's I think around November. Dude, a lot of things happen in November. My dude, birthday November. 10th. Oh, for us, way, yeah. dude. November dude, 15th. my 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 TikTok started exploded in November. Like 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 the day that I've that I moved out here, like literally on the year, November like twenty first. Anyways, there's so I'm out there and it's like winter time. It's cold. My back, my sciatica is like getting like blown up. For here. those
0: of you who don't know, sciatica it's lower back to the fucking what like the yeah back of the knee.
1: Yeah, I, my I leg is getting that. my leg is getting numb. Uh. My back is just like. Like really blown up. I, I I tell the coach, he's like, oh, go tell one of the physios over. And at this point, like they built a super team there, like an American super team, and they're just like shopping us around, like making us uh play against other Swedish teams. And then we're just we're undefeated, dude. And so I tell the coach, I'm like, and oh.
0: how much, by the way, if you don't mind me asking, how much were you making at that particular
1: time? I wasn't making anything, but they paid for every, like they paid for like food and accommodations and shit. Okay. And the, so the guy, the coach was like, go tell like the physio. And I tell him, and he's like, yeah, it looks like your is inflating. He's like but like you know you're not really on the team (laughs) he goes so he goes i don't know go home figure it out and then come back i guess and i was like i knew what that meant dude i was like all right i just flew home i told me i was like "Ah, i said i wasn't good enough i was like all right and then just start truck driving and then truck driving i'm just depressed and i'm like i guess this is my life now i'm just truck driving and then i started drinking a lot dude i I started doing stand-up i think at 22 i started feeling a little happier and then i think it's like three years after that i'm like i I have to go into this, like, full throttle, like, stand-up.
0: What made you do stand-up, though, after being super depressed, becoming an alcoholic? Because, dude, once people make that decision, I would assume, I'm going to be a truck driver, I'm going to
1: drink a little bit too much alcohol, it's, right. it seems comfortable. Uh, n- No, dude, I guess it didn't feel comfortable. I just felt like something was missing, you know? And that was stand-up? Dude, in the back of my head, it was always, like, like... Since I was like ten, I was like, whatever I do in my life, I gotta do stand up on the side. Like, in my when I would fantasize about being a professional soccer player, I would think, oh, I'll do like, I'll I'll play like the the soccer thing, and then people would be like, oh shit, he does stand, he's gonna do stand up at the bar. You guys want to come watch? Like that was like that was my fantasy when I was like ten years old, twelve years old. And so then like now I'm just truck driving. I'm like fucking do stand up, the asshole, you know. And then especially in a truck driving environment where all I do is listen to albums and podcasts. I'm like, why am I not doing stand up? And then I think it took me like a year to muster up the courage to go to like a bar, with like three people. And then, yeah, you know, it was 22 and it started. I think it was October or November. And it was right before Halloween. So it was-
0: Did you have any great moments truck driving where you were like, maybe I can do this the rest of my life? Because I know that for me, I was just, I was just trying to hammer it and convince myself like, this is the right move. Real estate's the right move. I got to okay. stick with it, it makes sense. Did you have that moment with truck driving? You're like, I could take over my dad's company. It's not Mm -hmm. that hard. I have a safe job and people around you telling you that too?
1: The the only time I would have those moments was when I would talk to my dad. Because my dad, he's like a very well-spoken guy. He started to be a lawyer in Mexico. But then he moved out here and worked at Domino's. (laughs) But he's like a very (laughs) well-spoken guy. And like, he's a very good businessman. How old
0: was he when he moved here, by the way? started working. He
1: was like, we're like 27, 28. age. that's pretty late. And then your dad met your mom... He, he knew her from out there and then he brought her over here so no he was 25 then because they had me my dad was 28 and my mom was like 26 when they had me so yeah so so he would like come from back and forth and then he brought my mom over here and then they had me but no sorry the only time i would feel like that way that i think i could do this my dad would just like he would just talk to me he's like yeah you know just fucking save up this much you know eventually have enough for a down payment on a house you know buy, buy some properties like you'll be set, like like the I don't like that mentality. Like you'll be set. You'll be sick. For, To me, that's boring, dude. I like, I like doing shit. I like risking shit. I'm like, oh fuck, well, let's see how this turns out.
0: It's so different, also, like the age where our parents grew up and where we're growing up now. You yeah. know, like the price of houses has not gone up as dramatically as inflation has, mm. and it, the amount of money that people are making from jobs has not increased as much as inflation has. You know, like yeah, it made sense for a married couple back in the year 1980 to buy a $300,000 house, that's probably worth a million dollars now. Now yeah. that $300 house like, is still a million dollars and we're still making the same wages. Right, you know, right. like, people aren't getting paid that much more nowadays. So it is a different mindset and I think it's gonna, we're gonna see, it slowly is starting to change where people are like, why do I need to go to college, spend $250,000 to do something? It's gonna take me 25 years to pay back. Yeah. And it, it, that's the risk in itself. You know, right. staying comfortable and having to pay off something that, are you even using it?
1: But uh, yeah, also like, I feel like that risk is like, it's not even your risk. It's the risk somebody else told you to take. It's like, you have to go to college and you're like, all right. Dude, like, I, I've never wanted to go to college. I never saw the, I, I, I guess saying I never saw the value in it is, is ignorant, but I never I never in myself saw me pursuing a specific career. Like the only thing I went to college for, my, my, well, my thing was when I went to community college was sociology. Cause like, this is like before I even wanted to stand I'm like, dude, I think just watching people is hilarious. And then I didn't know sociology was a thing. I was like, oh, this is a thing I can study this. I was like, hell yeah, let's go dude. And then they were like, wait, first you gotta take a rock about uh, a class about rocks and a class about math and a class about, and I was like, dude, fuck this dude. Like it's such like, I don't care about all this other shit. Like they would like, and then that's when I was like, dude, a lot of this, like it's a scam dude. Well, you know, like, don't take my word for it. <laughs> now, yeah, listen yeah. to everybody
0: else who's saying it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, the amount of, I mean, the amount of times over the past, I'd say even year, two years that I didn't know something and I just went to YouTube and watched a minute 30 exactly. second video on it. Yeah, dude. Like, it, it's insane. And dude, also, like, the, the idea of film school or whatever, like, it took me a year and a half to start really getting good at editing. And if I went to college, that would have cost me what two hundred grand. (laughs) Dude, I'm learning how to.
1: Yeah, I'm learning how to edit right now. Like uh, my friend Luke, Luke Davis, who I do sketches with. Luke Davis. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I do podcasts and my sketches with him. And uh, I'm just like, and his job is editing, so I just sit there and I watch him all day, and I'm like, all right. And then I'm like slowly learning, just picking it up. Yeah. For free.
0: I'd say the best way to fully learn it though, is you got to start to do it yourself. Like the first uh, 60 episodes of this podcast, we had producer Pat next to me and you know, we, he'd be like my co-host and then he'd chop it up and put it on YouTube. And Mm -hmm. then slowly after that, after he left the pod, after a year I had another co-host, but I was slowly starting to learn how to use the freaking the, the soundboard, the syncing, the audio with the video here. So uh, just over the past, I guess it's been like a year and a half I've had to learn everything myself. And then I, I can see now once I'd like to start delegating it to all these other people, I know right. what it takes. Yeah, and I think agree. that being the, the head of something that you that you're trying to create, it's important to know how to do almost every single job. Yeah. And you realize like, oh shit, I'm not good at this. Or I know that this is going to take some time. I can delegate it. And I know how that person should do it, how it should look how much time maybe it's going to take and right. so on and so forth. Do
1: you, do you listen to uh, Earl Nightingale? Speaking of like who, Tony, Tony Robinson, all that. There's this is a guy named Earl Nightingale. He's from like the fifties.
0: I'm sure I've seen his clips, but now I, yeah,
1: I don't know. He, he, uh, he says this thing that uh I really like. He says that we, we use our brains for mostly just menial tasks that we never really use it. Like use it, use it. And then I feel like that comes into play when you're like trying to learn something new. Well, how do you mean? Like what's something that's like a menial task? task like, like just the bare minimum. Oh dude, this sick ass quote. I, he 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 says uh that the human race is fixed not to prevent the strong from winning but to prevent the weak from losing. To so now so we're just comfortable.
0: I hear what you're saying that we're just comfortable, but I don't get that quote. The
1: human race is fixed not to prevent the strong from winning but to prevent the weak from losing. So let's see like uh welfare unemployment what about homelessness i guess yeah i guess that's an, i guess there was a lot less homeless people in the 50s when you said that there were a lot
0: less you mean a lot less yeah but but
1: yeah i i see a lot of these like generalizations like and they're like they're like huge generalizations but like let's think about like people that don't live in like new york or just like a, i don't want to say around the wrong. because i'm not well traveled but people that go decide to work at a warehouse you know like an Amazon workhouse? Yeah. Warehouse. And and I I say this very like tiptoe because I don't want to like, well, bro, I, I don't want to shit that, on people.
0: Yeah, but I think you're coming from a place of somebody who was doing that for a number of years and you, yeah. you made the switch because of ha- happiness.
1: Yeah, I guess. So So I guess it's for people that want to switch. Like like, there's people that are okay with being comfortable. And my girlfriend tells me this. People all, who
0: are not satisfied.
1: Yeah, but there's people who are just okay with it. And I think that's where that quote goes. Like the weaker prevent... They prevent them from losing. And my girlfriend gets mad at me sometimes because, like, I'm like, I get frustrated at some people who don't, like, chase their passion. And, and I guess I'm very privileged. That's a lot of people. But also, I think the hardest part is finding what you're passionate about. That is a hard part. Which I think it's selfish for people that know what they're passionate about and they don't pursue it. Because it's like, asshole, do you know how many people wish they knew what they were passionate about to pursue it a thousand percent? And some people just know and they don't pursue it at all? It's like, dude, f- asshole, get off. I don't know, dude. I, like, this, this is what gets me mad. And then my girlfriend, she's like, fucking people don't think like that, dude. Chill. And it just it just pisses me off, dude. Do you know, you know what I mean? I don't know, dude. There's a lot of time being wasted and having fun. and uh, In having fun? And that's where the drinking comes in, man. I, that, like,
0: I was binge drinking in college, dude. Yeah, like, dude. I'd get done with tennis practice, 5.30, and they had this thing called Nickel Night where four drinks were a dollar and it started at 6 p.m. and went from 6 p.m. to 7.30. And we knew that if we went to the bar like close to 6 p.m., we were 20 years old. We'd get in and the yeah. bouncer didn't really care if we were 21. Yeah, so dude. we'd get to the bar, 6 p.m., All me and three of my boys would line up right next to the bar. We'd get our first round of drinks. Everybody would pay for one. By 6.15, I'd be hammered. By 7 p.m., I'd be lights out, shoes on, uh, passed out in my bed yeah college dorm you know and that was like yeah it was sick times like yeah with my boys but like i don't remember any of it dude think about yeah. how much time
1: was wasted for me just not remembering that yeah dude i started drinking when i was 16 dude and then didn't stop till it was like last like last year until i was 26 like i mean and i was like all right a 10 year run that i feel like it's enough yeah.
0: <laughs> but like dude people do those runs from 16 to freaking 76 man
1: yeah dude it's uh it's crazy but I, I, that is what i learned drinking on my birthday i was like this feels like like a lot of time being wasted
0: yeah and that's a lot of time also where you didn't drink for like seven months i'm sure it was just eight, like a shock months. to your system eight yeah yeah nowadays i'll probably drink uh like one or two drinks every it looks like every six to eight weeks something like that yeah but each time i do it i wake up the next day and i'm like shit maybe i shouldn't have done that but i'm like bro i had one beer and i still right, kind of right. feel that. it's like it's bizarre
1: yeah dude and i like i've, I've drank for so much i don't know if this is just like habit speaking but i i, I I want to drink like on events like on a birthday or like on New Year's or like on Yeah, which like is milestones.
0: Crazy. It's crazy to think about, man, cuz like we go back to the beginning like what we said, you're celebrating with poison. But yeah,
1: dude. Exactly. And then and I remember it's it's only the hardest to not drink for like the first 2 hours of the night. And then you see everybody Oh, here. you're
0: so right, bro. I was at a wedding this past weekend. Yeah. And the Friday night I had a beer. Woke up the next morning. I was like, eh. and I feel fine. Like my next day was not ruined by any means. Right. But then the next night I was like, oh, let's see if I'm going to not drink. You're right. It was the first two hours. Yeah. It, it was ordering those first four or five club soda, AKA yeah. seltzers. Yeah. From the bar and then kind of just like seeing everybody had was already on their third or fourth drink. And then by then you don't want to catch up. Yeah. Yeah, you want to catch up with everyone when you're like one and two. Right. But then right. when
1: people are on three and four, you're like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, dude. Because miss, then the night's already gone. That happens to me a lot in New York. <laughs> There's summer nights in New York, like Friday, Saturday night. Everybody's. And grab just, a 40 and go by the water. Yeah, dude. Everybody's <laughs> having a blast. Yeah. And like, it takes everything in my power to not. I think it also affects people
0: way differently too.
1: So how (laughs) packed
0: is your van? I guess, could we pop a a photo right here and let let them know? Yeah. All right. So let's describe it. Yeah. We're popping up right here. Let's describe the van, the inside.
1: So to the left is a bed, right? And then that bed comes out all the way. But I I, I only do that whenever my girlfriend comes to visit me from California. She still lives out there. So that, but I always sleep on it when it looks like a couch. And then to the right is just a wall. And then there's the wheel well that I sit on sometimes to like write or read a book. There's also a bucket that I sell. The set Home up. Depot bucket? Yeah, the Home Depot bucket. That's also my nightstand and uh, my toilet sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> like on the road. I throw a bag over it and then I, I poop in it and then I throw the bag at a dumpster or something. It's very terrible. But go,
0: <laughs> going to the bathroom and taking a shower, I know you take showers at Planet, Planet fitness. Of fitness. Yeah. Uh, But going to the bathroom, does that become an issue? Or you go to the bathroom at Planet Fitness? Or uh, it's just like, for the most part, you just really number two once a day, right?
1: Yeah, or you know, when I'm out and about. Yeah. You know? um and then though the walls are insulated with uh denim insulation because i don't want to put the pink stuff in it because i heard it's like it has oh, the cotton candy stuff yeah yeah it hurts like bad so i put a denim insulation all like inside of the wall and stuff them in on the roof is um reflective insulation so for the sun it comes out it just like bounces out and hopefully it goes i did a very bad job building like if this van was like a school project <laughs> It would be like a seventy-one percent.
0: What's what's your favorite part about the van?
1: I like the feeling of uh, the the coziness feeling of it. I like the feeling that it's like I feel I'm like in incognito mode. You know what I mean? Like like you know when you were small and you would build a fort or you'd hide under the bed or you were hiding in the closet. That's what being in the van feels like at night. And it's it's really it makes me feel like a kid, dude it's the shit
0: what's the worst part about living in the van
1: right the summer is the heat uh worse than the winter yeah the the winter you just bundle up the summer i feel like taking a nap at like at 3 p.m i couldn't i just sorry I well this just,
0: summer hasn't been so bad right though
1: in the van it cooks though like especially oh, the humidity and like if i move too fast if i start cleaning i get hot quicker so i got i flew in from california for my birthday uh Oh, like, like like that's a couple of days ago. I flew yeah. in, and then the next I had a gig in Boston the next day. So I drove. So I came from a five hour plane ride, took like a to like a three hour nap, drove to Boston, came back. Oh, and then on the drive back, I, I slept at a at a McDonald's for like three hours. Then I came back. There's somebody that did my homie's radio show, and I, I'm like, all right, dude, ten hour drive, five hour flight. I'm tired, dude. It's like three p.m. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to take a nap. The van was cooking, dude. So I was just forced to walk around Manhattan until like 7 p.m. <laughs> and then just but I guess it forces you to be productive because I, I ended up doing a mic, which I, I wouldn't have done if I had not Yeah, dude,
0: they say, there's um, another girl, we keep talking about influential people doing quotes, Scott Galloway.
1: Scott kind of, I don't, don't know.
0: Okay, NYU professor, he talks about, NYU business professor. I don't know if he's still practicing, but he talks about how being young, you got to always be out of the house. The ho- house is for shitting, <laughs> uh, eating and sleeping.
1: Oh, that's perfect. You know what I mean? That's exactly what you're doing. You yeah, like the I leave glowing somewhere. example of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what is your, what is your day look like? How much time do you actually spend in the van on a given day? Uh,
1: the most time I spend in there is, I guess is when I'm sleeping. Like the eight, the eight, nine hours, or 12 sometimes <laughs> just sleeping there. Uh, and then I wake up, I, I try to journal three pages a day. Why? I, I'm reading this book the Artist way you heard of it the artist's way by julia something uh it's um it's it's like a brain dump in the morning she's like just just write whatever whatever's in your mind and it works you know i just write thoughts thoughts i had from yesterday the day before if i can't think of anything i'm just like writing curse words <laughs> i'm just i'm just writing whatever comes to my mind right like bad just words you know and then i finish that and then i uh i usually make my coffee around the same time because i'm i have so much add like right i'm like looking around so i just make a coffee and then i keep writing and then uh i film myself making another cup of coffee or the first cup of coffee like i'll film in between two and then i just talk to the camera for probably like five minutes and then i clip out what i like from it for the vlog and then i call my girlfriend we talk on the phone for like 10 minutes maybe and then i call luke luke davis or alex mahaney like yo like what are you on today what mics are you hitting are we writing a sketch today and then I should, I should not saying that out loud. enough, I feel like we, I should figure that out the day before, and <laughs> we're writing the sketches. We normally do, but m- normally we don't. So I'll, I'll talk to Alex or Luke for a little bit, and then I leave the van and I usually go to like the Lower East Side, hit a mic down there, and then uh, go sit at Washington Square Park for a little bit, and then I look around. There's a lot of looking around, trying to uh, and like filming like the scene. I just love New York so much there. I like, I film like the park or like just the buildings. They're coming from like a small town. I just love buildings. I bet. Yeah. It's so sick. And also,
0: like, when I was in real estate, I fucking love buildings. I'm like the only one of my friends, or rarely do I see people literally just looking up at the top of a building. You Uh, see people like, if there's something sketchy going on up, people look that way. Besides that, just like looking at the structure of the buildings, it's insane. Like, when I was in Chicago, um, doing comedy like a few months ago is the same same kind of thing cities in general I yeah think I super it. fascinating
1: i love i love cities like like i, I feel kind of shitty I, I don't feel shitty about it at all i don't know why i'm lying mm-hmm. the way some people feel about nature is the way i feel about like cities let's go like Though like, there's definitely two that.
0: types of people the nature and the yeah. city type do you think that having a long distance girlfriend makes your time living in the van easier or harder. Well, I think it's it's a simple th- question because you're obviously with her. But right. <laughs> do you wish that she would move to New York? Does she have plans to? What's it like?
1: Yeah, she's she's we, she got plans to move out here uh, next year in June. That's when her lease expires in San in San Diego. So s- did she just sign it? or She had a two year lease. She she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna sign it again because we we're, we're, we made this decision. Because dude, the original plan was I was gonna come to New York for a year, November to November. I was gonna move back, and around like. June I was like I'm I live here now I'm not going back to California you know and then so we talked about it and like I took a little convincing for her to move out here to New York and then I think she, they just signed their lease again because she didn't have anything ready like she didn't have money saved up I didn't have money saved up so now she's, now we're like seriously saving that money for when she moves out here I'm gonna get an apartment but it's going back to the the easier or harder question on long distance it's easier I think for me that it's long distance because like uh i i'm constantly thinking like like you know like stand up and podcast and sk- like all this shit. it's like a 24 7 job like i'm constantly <laughs> just like thinking all this i'm just constantly thinking like all right a new joke new sketch oh should we gotta do the pod this and that she lives a, ra- a very like normal person life so she goes to work she gets out of work and then she goes oh i miss my boyfriend you know and then like for me i'm like oh fuck i gotta talk to my girlfriend you know but when she moves out here i think she's gonna add the, the perfect balance to it to like uh maybe taking a day off and hanging out with her going for a walk at the park and hanging out you know i'm excited for her to move out here and then also she helps she helps a lot too right now she's uh like finding she's trying to get, get me some road gigs she's like hitting up like restaurants and bars in different states and shit for me so she's very involved and very supportive so I don't know. I don't know what I did in a different life. I feel extremely lucky.
0: Well, I think, dude, doing what you're doing, you definitely have to have a lot of support from the people in your surrounding, like your circle. You know, it sounds yeah. like you have a bunch of friends who you are right. super tight with and are cool with hanging out, writing sketches in the van. Your girl's obviously cool with that. Because yeah. uh, I think that there are a lot of times where there's somebody who's super close to them that's encouraging them to keep doing what they're doing because it's working. It's comfortable. We're getting that paycheck every two weeks. but. Right. Like, being married to a stand-up comic when they're not working that much and there's two kids like oh, all right yeah. how are we going to pay the bills right, you have somebody right. nagging you you have responsibilities so yeah. i think doing what you are doing is the easiest when you have as little responsibilities as possible
1: yeah dude and i'm not not even joking the only thing that was hurting all of that was drinking <laughs> i was hurting R- riding with my homies that was hurting my relationship with my girlfriend money she, too you think money dude B- bunch of talk cans i love talk hands a bunch of Bud Light talk cans dude the tall boys yeah dude i love them <laughs> that that was that was the only thing in the way dude of everything it was just alcohol dude it's fucking it sucks because it's I, I mean i wasn't gonna say it's so fun to do but i just drank like last week it wasn't that fun <laughs> gotta be honest it was like whatever
0: it's a transition you know yeah getting dude. rid of it
1: yeah. and it's it, it's weird that uh quitting drinking was uh was a was a weird decision because
0: did you feel like it helped you in any way in any other facets like maybe stand up or
1: um no it just helped me be more productive so drinking I, oh no no, no oh I'm thinking about like oh when i when i was drinking like, yeah 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 definitely in the beginning it would like help me get over my nerves to, before i got on stage and uh hanging out afterwards that was always fun like, like meeting new other comics yeah drink, yeah, drink. drinking made it easier. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was, I guess there was those pros to drinking, but ah, shit, I was going to say something. But ah, I forgot what I was going to say, whatever.
0: No, let's remember it.
1: Well, well, what do you think? What was I saying?
0: We talking about drinking, having a girlfriend.
1: Oh, I I said st- oh, I said not drinking made me more productive. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I was I was just going to I'm a broken record over here. I was going to say yeah, like but you just realized that it just uh takes up so much of your time. Like like smoking weed, you get high and then and then you're and then you don't and then you're not high anymore drinking like you drink and then you want another one you want another, one, and you get fucked up and then you're like all right i guess i'm gonna stop drinking and then you are just hung over the rest of the day oh i remember what i was gonna say i wasn't a broken record going back home like the people around you my bestest friends back home dude our favorite thing to do together is drink so we were just like drinking like it, it wasn't like a bad thing because I, I, was, I wasn't a bad drunk i wouldn't i wasn't like drinking and driving and kicking babies and shit I was just drinking and having a, an amazing time. And uh, no one around is going to tell you to stop if you're not a bad drunk. You know, especially if the people you're hanging out with aren't bad drunks either. was like, this is fun. Let's drink in the weekends and go to work. And that's fine, dude. That that was my life. And then I was like, this this can't be my life. And that that realization would always come when I was sober driving trucks. Like, and this sucks. But then Friday would come around. You just got to break that circle, dude. Friday would come around be like, all right, let's drink and get fucked up. Like break the cycle?
0: Yeah. What do you think helped you break that cycle though? Was it just those long fucking hours going straight (laughs) on the highway?
1: I think, no, dude, I think, uh, what helped break my cycle was of like a day job. I was like getting on stage for the first time. And then from there, I was just like plotting, like, (laughs) how do I get out of, you know, working, uh, this job or whatever. And then, you know, and then stop paying for my apartment, get a van and got a van pandemic slash shit, you know, but like, I was working for it you know like like i guess it was slowly making less and less money i was cutting off the tea <laughs> i think that's what it was dude i was cutting off what was making what was paying me money this is a song It says uh, a weekly wage is like an addiction who says that mac lethal or he's like yeah the, a weekly wage is an addiction they, it,
0: yeah they i mean they have a lot of quotes on that the it's like the 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 check that they gave you, that they, they give you to forget your dreams, like it's something that they hold. Yeah, they yeah. have a lot of quotes. About
1: yeah, my yeah, my dad would tell me that a lot too. He would he you. Yeah, my dad would. Check. He would always tell me like, "Don't make a decision just for the money," which I think was funny because that's the that's the quote I had in my head when I stopped working for him. You know, because I mean, you make amazing money uh, as a truck driver, dude. But it's long hours though, but I've been thinking about that. Being in the van, I was like, dude, like, sometimes I question, I'm like, the fuck, gotta get out of this van, dude. But I'm like, this is necessary, because, like, all the money I'm making right now is off TikTok, is off, like, I did, like, some random acting shit yesterday, I do random gigs, so I'm like, there you go, dude, like, I'm slowly working my way up to an apartment, but, like, it's definitely, like, cutting back on being comfortable with, like, uh, these, like, paychecks that you get from work, and... It sucks that I, I catch myself sometimes getting up early in the morning for somebody else's business. And I won't get up early in the morning for myself, like to edit or to like write a joke or to like go for a run. Like when, when I first moved here, I was working at a car wash. I was like, this is the first time I woke up at five in the morning to go watch fucking people's cars for, the, for this guy. This ridiculous, dude. And then I don't know. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole lot of thinking. dude.
0: And it's definitely like keeping your word to yourself. Is the, yeah. uh, is the hardest thing. And they say, or I think Goggins was actually, you know, David Goggins yeah, naturally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was talking about, I saw one of his clips. He was talking about how you want to make your schedule like on the brink of being impossible. So like I'll write five or six things down that I right. want to get done in the day. And I'll know that like, I want to have this clip or this YouTube vlog edited yeah. by 3 PM. And I know like, it's going to be tight, but I'll end up finishing it by three thirty or four. Cause like, I really was fired up. I was trying to get to right. three and I was like, ah, damn but whatever yeah. at least i fucking did it yeah I dude. the words to myself
1: dude, yeah, dude and that's the shit I, I i like i like being delusional dude because it, it <laughs> takes me it takes me to greater goals that i've you know and then I, I like that old quote like aim for the moon or whatever but like dude i love it takes me it brought me to new york being fucking delusional dude i was i was like i want to be a new york comedian I fucking drove out here dude. i was like jesus christ I did it and i don't know it's it's the shit dude i don't know i feel very lucky to be uh and I gotta think my parents too. Dude, they would always like, "Tell me, like, you gotta do, try your best at anything you do." Do you yeah? have siblings? Yeah, I have a little sister, and uh, two older cousin sisters. They live with me my entire life. But yeah,
0: but you had a supportive small circle. What about your boys though, who are drinking back home? Are they still there drinking?
1: Yeah, in dude, a circle. Yeah, they they are, and I you know I go back home. I try to not really mention. So some of them are killing it, you know, like fucking uh, construction and shit. Yeah. In their day jobs and they still... So I, I'm not going to bash them. Right. Because I don't know if they had any passions that wasn't... But some people
0: are just meant to do other things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think that's, that's ultimately what happens, you know?
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, and we need these people that... um <laughs> meant to do it, well the people dude like the like
0: i was talking about the you know i shouldn't be waking up in the morning pissed at a co-worker for doing something that doesn't fucking right. matter yeah you know what i mean like right. i needed that i needed that to jump out of my dad's company yeah like dad she, come on look what <laughs> she's doing dad <laughs> yeah. like he's like no you know well, whatever she's doing that like if i if something were to happen where well, i go complain to him then he complains to her then she's mad at me because i was complaining to him yeah. so it's I think people need to do the best that they can every single day to make themselves happier.
1: But like, all this shit's starting to feel like work now, which I find myself getting annoyed at, and then immediately feeling happy about. I'm like, dude, I am getting annoyed at doing stand up things. like this. It's finally a fucking job.
0: Yeah, dude. We have to get you on the Ted Jones Comedy yeah. Show soon.
1: Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah.
0: Yeah, would love that, man.
1: But yeah, it's like 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 I said, dude. It's it's only I don't know. It's like bring like cutting back on the day job money and then slowly it's like a yeah, you gotta save up for it, it. yeah keep dude. the balance like yeah. save
0: up for it plan your escape that's kind of where i was at like in my dad's huh. coming i kind of planned for my escape i was like all right the next x amount of years are gonna be brutal no chicks no right. fucking distractions yeah. fucking in world you know <laughs> hell yeah dude yeah dude you know I, I, mean?
1: I, I like that i'm kind of like oh kicked your tail. again you dude that kind of looks like the remember the boomerang the the the, the cartoon network no. The, the, the glass table does? Yeah. Could you see it through the camera? I guess maybe not. No, should I show him? <laughs> just lift it up. <laughs> <laughs> it breaks. No, I didn't know what you're
0: talking about, but Cartoon Network was all right. I was always a Nickelodeon guy. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I like, yeah, I like both. I, hmm.
0: Do you have uh, TV in the No, you TV don't have TV, TV in your van. No, just my phone. Yeah, what do
1: you do for Wi-Fi? I meant to ask that. For Wi-Fi? I mean, I... Uh, I just have a phone.
0: Yeah. You don't even really need Enough Wi-Fi. Right. Isn't that crazy? People yeah. fucking come in here sometimes. What's your Wi-Fi? Mind you, get out of here. <laughs> Actually, dude, the only time I have people over now are just podcast guests. All right. It is fucking weird if I have a date and a girl sitting on this couch. I'm like.
1: Start interviewing her? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or she like gets super comfortable. I'm like, yeah. this is meant for like two people. I'm over here. You're over there. Wait, right, No, wait. No but, TV. Yeah. I just noticed that. Yeah, right there. Oh. That's insane that you missed that, dude. You huh. fucking caught the the picture over there and you missed the 42-inch the here right in front of you. Damn, you're sorry. Yeah, it's, ne- it's never on. It's never on. Actually, well, I watch inspirational fucking shit sometimes on the tube. Watch the yeah. Ted Jones world. But, dude, I, yeah, I love not getting not hyped
1: much. up for things, dude. I love getting hyped up. Like, oh, let's go. He's running like two miles. Dude, yeah, <laughs> exactly,
0: bro. You used to hear myself and just screaming at myself in the morning. Let's yeah. go.
1: <laughs> we, let's go.
0: It's yeah, like, dude. You know, I just get savage mode, bro. I love it, dude. Well, Well, Frankie, this has been a true fucking treat, man. Thank you so much for coming over. And dude, before we get over here, man, I was watching your TikTok and I had ordered groceries uh, last week, dude. And I thought that two things... In the order, were are vegan, and it turns out that they were not. So I oh. got, um, I got the the money back. So, dude, we are we're giving you. Hopefully, you can fucking make this a cauliflower Ooh, pizza, dude. dude. Give this to you. This is also your chronicles for the thirty dollars in four days, hey. and then also a little treat, little milk chocolate uh, oh. quinoa crisp, bro. Can I have one right so, now? So, yes, of course, dude. Uh, so before we get out of here, Frankie, though, let's shout out your TikTok and Instagram where we can find you, and we're gonna pop it up right here.
1: Oh nice. Uh TikTok is Frankie Oi. Frankie with I-E underscore Oi H O Y. Uh Instagram, same thing, Frankie Oi. And then check out the Keep On Trucking
0: Podcast. Let's go, dude. And uh plans in the future, just pursuing comedy.
1: Yeah, doing stand up. Uh yeah, what do I got coming up? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll I, check your Instagram. Yeah, I don't think i instagram and TikTok. Yeah.
0: Cool. Frankie dude. Thank you so th- much. Th- thank dude. you for having what me. What a freaking great yeah, talk. Was this is great. Frankie's hilarious. Guys, what a terrific episode. Let us know if you like the Ted Jones at gmail.com and until the next Ted Jones world podcast, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much guys. Peace.